Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Where the fuck are we? I keep asking myself over and over. I'm in the front seat studying the map after three or four days of sleeping in the back seat. My shoulder length hair is up in a ponytail and my skin is oily. I have dark circles under my hazel eyes. But I feel better and my head is clear. The next time we pull over, I can actually look around and make complete sense. My body has released all the toxins, and now it's time for me to think. The next road we come to is a long blacktop, which goes on forever. A few rights and lefts later, and we're on a dirt path. I think we're in Mississippi. Who the fuck knows anymore? All the Powerade and granola bars fade into one blurry day. The sun is high in the sky above us. It is quiet, a creepy, heavy silence as we move on to an even smaller and more overgrown path. The trees and bushes start to get thicker and thicker. As we drive further and further into the woods, the car begins to pull to one side. Dylan looks at Ryan and asks him if he checked the right tire. Ryan shrugs. He didn't want to piss Dylan off any more than he already is. Welcome to the Doherty Gang, a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. Episode 6, Peanut Butter and Jelly Sandwiches in Mexico. I'm Courtney Armstrong, a crime producer at KT Studios with Stephanie Lidecker. We've been working with producer Beth Greenwald on the Doherty Gang for months. 
Now, these three siblings have agreed to tell their story for the very first time, each from separate prisons. Lee Grace Doherty is at the Federal Correction Institute, Aliceville, in Alabama. Ryan Doherty is in the U.S. Penitentiary, Tucson, in Arizona. And Dylan Doherty is at the Federal Correction Institute in Bennettsville, South Carolina. This call is from a federal prison. This is just a small amount of money, and knowing me, how I spend money, I mean, I could spend that in a couple days, and I think Dylan's looking at me like, you know, my sister could spend this in three days. This isn't any amount of money. So I think he's worried. I'm concerned. Ryan's just driving like a bat out of hell. I mean, a controlled bat out of hell. But, you know, this is a me and Dylan. It's all in our eyes. You know, I'm looking at him. He's looking at me, and we're thinking, well, we're going to have to really scrimp and save. We're going to be eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in Mexico. After robbing a bank and shooting at police, the Doherty siblings were on the run. And in their trunk was a cache filled with weapons and 2,000 rounds of ammunition. With various law enforcement agencies after them, Dylan, Ryan, and Lee Grace took only back roads, staying one step ahead of authorities. Ryan picks up the story. We stopped at a gas station. I think that was about the first place that we stopped. I was probably, I don't know, 30 miles away. It wears away. Like, the further you can get away from the actual scene, because you know you're not getting busted immediately. You're getting busted later with, like, the money still. So that's, like, a, one of the biggest issues. It's not that you're going to get but You're never going to get busted in the bank unless you take 700 years. And we just get, like, a piddly amount of money. I mean, yeah, it's free money, but, like, you're never going to get there on that amount. The whole rest of the time, I'm like, damn, we should probably hit some more banks. And then I'm also like, man, we got to hit one that's got like a vault or like one that's got more money or, or, or something along those lines. Here's the Doherty Gang's writer, director, producer, Sean McEwen. He's known the siblings for eight years. They didn't get a ton of money. They got like five grand or 5200 bucks or something like that. But they had some money and it, it went down and went well, just like in the movies. It all happened like it was supposed to. And no one got hurt. They decided, look, we got to go. We're probably going to rob some more of them. It just it takes a little bit to work your nerve up to do it in, in a likely bank, you know, because the amount that we got from that bank was fucking peanuts. You might not need enough to live on for the rest of your life, but you sure shit need enough for some seed money to get started to start a business somewhere else or to do something in order to support yourself. Producer Beth Greenwald. I guess I was always under the impression that the money was just to get you across the border, but the money was to set you up? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do all of this and risk life and limb and go somewhere else and work. Not only that, I don't speak Spanish. I'm an outsider wherever I go. doesn't matter. It's not like I'm going to get some high-paid job somewhere, and I'm not bilingual, so I can't translate. I can't teach people how to speak my language. I can't, you know, what appreciable skills do I have that the people down there don't already have? It's not really, like, a good way to go down there. Not only that, but there's also, like, an ingratiation to the local populace to make them not maybe flip, rat, kick me across the border because here's a joke about non-extraditionary countries, right? If they want you bad enough, they'll just come get you anyways, right? You're mainly relying on the fact that you don't pop up on the radar. Don't be noticeable. Don't stick out, right? And if you own a business and it happens to employ a, a decent amount of the local populace, right? Then those people don't want you going anywhere. So they'll kind of watch your back. Beth follows up with older brother Dylan, followed by Lee Grace. What are you guys talking about at this point? Where where are your heads at? You know, where where's my head at? My head was at, you know, getting away, uh, not getting caught. This call is from a federal prison. 
Bridget, we, we have to make another score. And we weren't trying to do anything like, you know, back to back, so to speak. I've seen heat one or two times, but that doesn't make me a, you know, professional bank robber. You know what I mean? I don't know what kind of security systems they have. It wasn't something that I took two years of planning and then went and did it. If anything, that was the point where we just started driving and did not stop. Because once we got away from the bank, there was no going back. Producer Chris Graves speaks with former FBI agent Brad Garrett. You're a former FBI special agent. Can you kind of walk me through how long you did that and kind of what you did? I had, for me, sort of the ideal career because all I really did for 20-plus years is work violent crime, and in particular, I've worked literally hundreds of bank robberies because of the squad I was on. We responded to all the bank robberies. And so that's sort of primarily what I was doing day in and day out with a mixture of some other crimes, but all of a violent nature. Are there unique aspects to working bank robberies? The average robbery that we're talking about today to include the Doherty robberies fit the profile of not a lot of money and also predictably a high risk of getting caught for a number of reasons. One it was that if you rob a bank, there's a tendency to rob another bank or commit some other type of robbery. In each one of those robberies, you end up leaving more clues, whether it be surveillance photographs, whether it be car descriptions, whether it be descriptions of the people that committed the robbery, because for whatever reason, robbers tend to use kind of the same disguises as they did maybe in a previous robbery. All of that stuff, with each crime, you pick up more information that ultimately leads to somebody being arrested. But it's, it's a high rate of solving bank robberies. It's typically over 90% because there's just usually so much information. The trio were growing desperate and Mexico remained their destination. We wanted to actually cross on foot in California we figured it would be safer. We wouldn't have to go through an actual border crossing in a vehicle. We could just walk across and not get stopped. We did not want to get stopped on the border and have Mexican authorities pull us out of the car, strip search us, find all these guns and ammunition, and end up in some Mexican prison. As the trio were dodging law enforcement, they were in plain sight. Just a family in a white Subaru moving through small towns. Here's Dylan speaking with Beth. Did you get to experience anything, or were you guys, like... How much can you experience something when you realize that everybody is looking for you? You know what I mean? As far as, like, you know, do we go to an amusement park? No. I mean, do we experience stuff? Yeah, as much as you, you know, experience stuff riding down the road. Like, if you were to get in the car and kind of go on a road trip, and, you know, I don't know if you have two siblings, but if you, you know, got in the car with your siblings and, and you know, went on a road trip... And it's mixing the bank, the bank robbery and guns with it, so it's kind of a, you know, it's a, it was weird. It's definitely memories that I'll have forever. There were times where it was kind of like a normal family vacation, and there was other parts of it that was like, you know, kind of, it was not normal. Like every time you thought you saw a cop car, your, you know, your heart begins to race, and you know what I mean. Pascal County Sheriff Chris Naco was working with the FBI to apprehend the Doherty's. Well, I know our local partners were engaged very early on. I, I said the, the federal partners did a phenomenal job, especially when it crossed into Georgia, crossing the state line. Everybody was engaged deeply. But I can tell you, even when a law enforcement officer gets shot, our federal partners are very deeply engaged because they also recognize that if somebody's willing to shoot law enforcement, they're willing to do anything. There was a lot of things that happened like that. You know what I mean? We got a flat tire in, I want to say it was 
Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken. We actually got lost down there, like the corner of Arkansas. We had them get a flat tire where we were put the little donut on the tire, and we were coming out, and this older couple kind of like waved us down, and they're like, uh, does that road lead out, is, or is that like a dead end? And we're like, no, it's a dead end. It's, there's no way to get out. You know, we, we just spent two hours out here driving or, you know, around the circle. So I thought surely it would cut out on another main road, and it just didn't. really can't just go into a tire shop. Like, yeah, go ahead and put the car on the lift, and, you know, I'm not trying to get, like, boxed in anywhere pulled off on like a little side road. We had the, the, the little donuts on the car. You know, we had the other regular rim. You know, it's got the flat tire on it. And I rolled the tire down the road. You know, like a kid kicking a tire down the street. Probably about a half mile or a quarter mile from the tire shop. So I wheel the tire in there and I'm like, oh yeah, I said I need a tire replacement for it. And they're, they're going over to the rack and the closest tire they had, they were like, oh, well, we got a 195. You know, it's a little skinnier tire. I don't care. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. I said, <laughs> I'm sitting there on the run, and I'm, like, trying to just be like, yo, man, that tire's fine. Just put it on the fucking rim. Let's go. And, you know, I'm thinking they're going to, like, drag ass around, and it's not going to be this, you know, like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it after lunch kind of thing because they already had stuff they were doing. Man, they had this tire on there in, like, I don't know, like 10 minutes flat. They had the, they had the tire mounted, balanced, ready to go. Be like, oh, we'll put the donut back in the trunk for you. And, you know, it's like, oh, here, you know, let me just scoot these guns and <laughs> 2,000 rounds of ammo out of the way. And I was like, well, appreciate it, fellas. You all got to do a jam-up job. I'm out of here. Here's some money. I appreciate it. And obviously there's reasons we couldn't just take the car down there. That was just one of those, you know, weird things that happened out there on the road. The media remained fascinated by the unfolding case. One local news piece was an expanded story on the trio focused on Ryan's attorney, Robert Eddington. He's the man who represented Ryan for the lewd and lascivious charge in Florida. Attorney Bob Eddington remembers the look Ryan Doherty had when he walked in his office two years ago so well he can describe it in great detail. He didn't seem to be particularly um, there in terms of his mentality. It was a blank look on his face. I found that a little bit disconcerting because I want him to understand fully what was going on. In an effort to facilitate law enforcement, Eddington reached out to Doherty mother Barbara Bell and persuaded her to make a plea for the siblings to surrender. Mr. Eddington suggested that I give a statement to the media, or otherwise I never would have done so. And when I made the video asking them to turn themselves in, I didn't know why they were running in the first place. So uh, I didn't know what would have changed to make them want to turn themselves in. However, the reason I spoke out at that time was to let people know that they were good people, that they weren't on a murderous rampage, that they were good human beings, that these were my children. Please prove me right and everybody wrong by doing the right thing now and turning yourselves in. In an odd twist, Robert Eddington was found dead a year later. Deputies investigated it as a suicide. Here's Dylan, followed by Ryan, speaking to Beth. And you know what happened to Robert Eddington, correct? You and I both know what happened to his attorney, and that's unfortunate, to say the least. But obviously, I think it speaks to what the guy was involved with. I think he was shady. I think a lot of attorneys deal in shades of gray. I think that's part of their profession. He wound up dead. I don't know if that's over guilt of like the shitty deals that he got his clients over a period of time or, or what it was over. But like, if he had family or loved ones he left behind, I feel bad for them. I really do. The meter was in overdrive and the Doherty's were listening. Tonight, detectives tell us they have received a number of tips as to where these siblings could be right now. They put them, some in North Georgia, some in Tennessee, around or in Chattanooga. 
you know, we heard ourselves on NPR, which is really weird. It's like, I don't know if ever any good news on NPR, but you know what I mean? They're like, we were just listening to the radio, and they're just the three siblings that play together, rob together, stick together. And my sister goes, oh, hey, some other sister or two brothers. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of funny. As the Doherty's continued driving, the days marched on, and all three were getting tired of sleeping in the car and finding out-of-the-way places to eat. There was no restaurants. Mostly it was gas station. It was a lot of gas station food. There was a couple times that we got takeout, which would have been pizza with ranch, and we went to a, I want to say it was some type of off-brand Sonic. It, it was a, a drive through and we got drinks. Ryan picks up the story. So it's in the middle of the night. We're driving in the middle of nowhere. There's a Sonic that's like in the middle of nowhere that shouldn't even be there because you can't see a town that surrounds it. I ended up pulling a U-turn. My brother and sister are like relatively asleep in the car, you know, nodding on and off. And so like, what are you doing? And I'm like, man, I'm going to Sonic. They're like, no, we can't go. There. People recognize. Uh. I didn't snap on them, but I, sometimes I had to like put my foot down, especially with my brother. And it's rare. I really pick my battles because for the most part, I let him call the shots on things. Because, you know, he's a little older than me. He knows a little better. But on that thing, I told him, I'm not going to get shot to pieces with my stomach empty. Go fuck yourself. So, you know, we went to Sonics, and they both ordered, like, a number six and, like, a number four and, like, a, a drink to go with it or something. Like, some little BS order, right? I turn around, and I order stuff. or two of those chili dogs or two of those Coney Island hot dogs with chili on it and extra cheese and jalapenos. I'm going to need tater tots with the same deal on top of them. I'm going to need, like, these four different drinks with these things in it. I'm going to need desserts and I'm going to need this thing and that thing. It's like my order is like a $30 order in and of itself, $40 order. And their order is like a $6 order a piece. And I look back and I'm like, hey, the last chance. You all want to change your orders or add something to it? We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back in a moment. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Doherty's kept moving, driving through multiple states to stay under the radar. Most um, hotels, you have to show an ID. There's very few, even the mom and pop, the cheapest of the cheap hotels, they still require identification. So because I had so much prior experience, you know, staying in hotels, I knew that you can't go there. There's always security cameras, even if it's the cheapest of the cheap, you know, a Super 8 or a Red Roof Inn, even they have security surveillance. It was horrible. Sleeping in the car, especially the Subaru, any other vehicle would have been better than that fucking Subaru. It was very cramped. I always had my feet in either Dylan's face or Ryan's face, and thank God we're all thin. Even with us, Three. It was extremely cramped, and I was complaining the whole time, you know, just bitching, my back, my back, my shoulders, my neck. I would wake up with cricks in my neck. You know, I'm sleeping in the driver's seat. My brother's either sleeping in the passenger seat or my sister is, and somebody's, like, laid out on the back seat. You know, it's not comfortable. It's uncomfortable as fuck. You're not sleeping well. I'm constantly thinking, I'm like, man, I'm going to wake up, and it's just going to be cops shooting me in the face. Everything is stretch it out, stretch it out. You just have to, you know, get over yourself. So when you wake up, you feel you feel like you're you're 90 years old, you're hunched over, but sleeping on the ground was not comfortable. It was either freezing cold or extremely hot and humid. You know, you're up there in the mountains, you're freezing, and then you're down in the valley, you're burning up. As Ryan faced down the worst case scenario, Lee Grace had more practical concerns. I do remember one point. I start my period and I look at Dylan and I said, you need to pull the fuck over. I need tampons and I, I need a leave. So I go in, they don't have a leave. I'm just 
sitting here, I'm having cramps, I'm just being bitchy to Dylan, probably for no reason, and, you know, he would look at me, you got to pull over again? Okay, come on. He's just funny, you know. Every time I had to go to the bathroom, he got to get out of the car, stretch his legs, okay, go to the bathroom, we're not looking, and he just makes fun of me. You know, if I have to pee, he's, okay, go over here to this ditch where nobody can see you, and I'm asking him, can anybody see me? He's like, no, just fucking pee and hurry up, and, you know, he thinks I take forever, and I'm just so slow, and, you know, a couple of times in the dark, he would just fuck with me so much. I was, I'm not scared of bears. I'm not scared of truckers, but he would just start winding me up saying that I was going to get bit by a bear and he's very protective. And, you know, whenever a stranger would come up to us, Dylan would make sure he would maneuver himself in front of me. So, you know, the guy had to get through Dylan and he's just funny. The way he interacts with people is, is pretty humorous and they never leave without a big smile on their face. And he just, he knows how to make people laugh and just, you know, feel at ease. But we did have some interactions with people and they were just nice, normal, friendly, you know, nobody said anything really. I mean, they just acted real friendly toward us. The Doherty zigged and zagged through dozens of states, doubling back at times to confuse police. Here's executive producers Joseph Morgan and Sean McEwen. Federal authorities were probably scratching their heads, you know, because once they go through a local jurisdiction, it's handed off to the next one or to the next state. But with feds, they're looking for them everywhere. And isn't it interesting, and correct me if I'm wrong, when they finally were caught, they were actually caught on a federal highway, you know, that splits the countryside in half. But, you know, as long as they stuck to these two-lane pig trails, if you will, they, they were safe. There's a familial aspect to it, I think, and there's safety and comfort in them. There's something interesting about this, too. They went old school. Their granddaddy taught them to. It's like, you need a good road atlas. So they went to Walmart. They threw their cell phones out the window, no credit cards, nothing that could trace them, and they got a road atlas. And that's when they went... Again, those black top highways to the deep, deep south. And, you know, that kept them off of everybody's radar. And usually somebody would be sleeping in the back seat, you know, curled up with a shotgun. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, in the back seat. This call is from a federal prison. A lot of times it was, oh, there's a guy and a girl, you know what I mean? Or, oh, there's two dudes riding in a car. I think we had at one point about seven or eight license plates. We procured those in Texas. I think Bama and then... North of Bama, um, it's what, Mississippi? My fucking geography's fucked. Hopefully you don't put that part in there. And I believe a few in Oklahoma, but definitely we had a whole stack of them, and we just had it covered in the back of the car, in the trunk, with some small quilts. Former neighbors Yvonne and John Clanton knew the Doherty's from a young age. When we would speak to the media, we would just like, turn yourselves in and stop this. It's only going to get worse, you know, because we didn't want to see them get killed. You know, I knew how that would affect their families and who wants to see anyone get killed. So that was one reason I felt like I should say stuff because I, I guess I said something like that. And the lady on Fox News, what was her name, John? Judge Janine. Yeah, she was like. I don't know. She said something kind of sarcastically back to me. And I understand I'm all for law enforcement. I'm not for somebody shooting at cops or anybody else. But I also tried to put a human face and just be like, these are young people that got caught up in whatever. And it just accelerated and snowballed. And now they're in deep. You know, them being young people on the run and getting away with it. Usually you don't hear of people getting away from the police locally and then robbing a bank after that. You'd think they'd be fearful. People were trying to figure out what is motivating these young people. And it intrigued the people to want to say, wow, what? They robbed a bank. 
oh, it's the same people that shot at the cop mm-hmm. in Florida, and it started building on that. And where are they now? You know, what are they going to do next? When we were driving up 75, they had billboards with their three pictures on it. And we're just like, oh, my God, what is the chance of, of something like this? Here again is Sean McEwen. I'm not trying to romanticize this, but this all came through the sieve of watching movies. It's like banks. Well, banks are insured. It's the government's money in a way. We're not taking from people. You know, it's the system that did us wrong. That was their perception or misperception. So we'll go in and we'll take from the banks because, hey, that's fair. And then we'll use that money to finance ourselves and get, it's kind of like take from the rich, give to the poor kind of thing. Let's stop here for another quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board This is Uncanny USA He says somebody's in the house and I screamed Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Here's Ryan talking about what it felt like inside the surrounding media bubble. From day one, public sentiment was almost on our side. You could feel that, and whenever you would hear something about it, you can tell instantly when people are being like villainized immediately, and then you can also hear when people are holding court and the justice of fucking public opinion, you know? And it didn't seem like they hated us, and you know, there's a difference between when you're looking for people that you hate versus people that you don't. So I don't want to make you hate me by doing something that, when you rob a bank, it's kind of impersonal, right? I'm, I'm robbing an entity. I'm not robbing you. The Doherty's hadn't fully considered their actions or the consequences. And when they did, they were scared. We're driving, we're just going back roads, we're ending up in cemeteries, we're meeting people that are tourists, they're asking us for directions, we're asking them for directions. You know, we were in and out, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Louisiana, a lot of nice people in Louisiana. I I really like that state. Um, And then finally, Oklahoma. And I think once we get to Oklahoma, there's this realization, we have to go into Texas or California to cross, and those are very highly police states. There's a high population in Southern California. That means more phones, more eyes, more people that could potentially call the police on us with the low amount of cash. It's not like you can buy your freedom with a a couple grand. Here's Beth Greenwald speaking to Sheriff Nako. Were there sightings? Were people calling in at this point? Uh, You know, we've seen, we think we've seen them. After the incident in Pasco, we were getting calls locally, people saying, I think I spot them when they were in the Georgia and then they start crossing. Yes. When you guys were kept swerving, I mean, you didn't really ever get too close to the border, did you? Yeah, there was a couple points where we were very close. We were several times in Texas. We were quite close where we could have crossed. But I think what was the major block, I think, was we were not sure how well the border was going to be protected. So I think a big fear of ours was actually getting to the border and getting into a shootout with a non-American police force. You know, we didn't know how things went down in Mexico. Maybe one of us would get shot. Maybe there would be a miscommunication. Maybe we can go to jail in Mexico. Was there ever a thought that maybe one of you go over the border and test it out? Dylan wanted me to go first. That way, if there was a problem, that I could signal to them, hey, I need help. You know, I was going to do a signal. They could come up behind me so it wouldn't look like all three of us were together. So I guess, yeah, we would have split up at the border, but always stay within sight. Here again is Sheriff Nako. If the three had separated, it would have been extremely difficult trying to find. I mean, at, at that point, the best bet would have been one of them getting into a stolen vehicle, us picking up the stolen vehicle and making the arrest or them getting pulled over for speeding and finding out that they have warrants out of Florida. Those are the type of things that when they separate, it becomes much more difficult because the tips, people just see one young lady walking down the street. They don't think anything of it. They see one guy walking down the street, they don't think anything of it. But to see two males and a female walking together at that point, I kind of think everybody who had been watching the story thought, hey, we're going to have to call this in. That could be the Doherty Trio that kind of matches their description. We were using Colorado kind of as a stopping point in a hideout because we felt like Colorado had the least amount of police and the least amount of people that were looking for us. The people in Colorado aren't as nosy, maybe, as other states. In the mountains of Colorado, we had no interaction with other people. It was just mountains. It was just woods. So we figured that would be a safer spot with less public interaction in order to hide out. 
but eyes were everywhere. You have to prepay for gas. Like you either have to swipe your credit card or you gotta go inside and pay with cash before you pump your gas, right? But you remember fucking years and years ago where you could just like wave at the attendant and they would cut your pump on and you could pump your gas, right? So what happened was is that I ended up fucking pumping the gas while I ran over the amount that I fucking had gave the lady by like two or three dollars. So I go back in the store, to be honest, and paid her extra two or three dollars, but I look at her and she's got this fucking look in her eye, and they gave her the extra couple dollars that I was wrong, to be honest, and paid for the shit. And I noticed that she's got the fucking twenty dollar bill outside of the register and to the side of it. Like you should have already had that shit in the register. So I'm like, fuck, this bitch is calling the cops on us as soon as we leave, or she's already done it. I just wanted to buy the tent without having to offer her my firstborn child in collateral. Only an REI, exactly. I should have went to Sports Authority. What the fuck was I thinking? I see this guy, like, giving the fucking hairy eyeball in the parking lot of that REI, and he, like, picks up his cell phone and starts dialing and then starts talking. And I tell my brother when we get out, I'm like, hey, that dude just made us. He just called the cops on us. They think they might have seen a car matching the description of the fugitives at a campground in Colorado City. They're going to check it out. And, uh, so I wasn't thinking too much of it until I started hearing, oh, crap, they took off. Now there's a pursuit. It's an unmarked Crown Vic cop car. And, like, I spotted it, and I told my brothers and sisters, I'm like, great, this fucking cop just seen us, and he knows who we are. Like, we're fucked. I remember I just thought, you know, this was the end. And there were so many cop cars behind us, possibly as many as nine. And, like, every exit ramp we went by, there was, like, two or three more cop cars. And it was kind of like a scene from Smoking Abandoned. I'm like, man, this is it, folks. Here's where it's all going to end. More on that next time. If you're over 18 years old and want to see pictures of Lee Grace and Ryan Doherty or find their addresses to write them in prison, go to our Instagram at KT underscore studios. The Doherty Gang is executive produced by Stephanie Lidecker and me, Courtney Armstrong, along with Beth Greenwald, Sean McEwen, and Joseph Morgan. Editing and sound design is by Jeff Twa. Additional producing by Chris Graves and Jeff Shane. The Doherty Gang is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.